This episode of Four Finger Discount is brought to you by Big Roddy's Rip and Rib Shack, Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue. Roddy's Rib Shack is one of Brisbane's favourite barbecue places. They serve up delicious food, not only ribs, but they do great burgers. They do veggie burgers, so they cater for all sorts. And you'll save 10% off your food and drinks bill with the code, it's a secret. Roddy's Ribs is also available for group bookings and functions. Head to bigroddysribs.com to find out more. It's so quiet here without the kids. What I wouldn't give to hear Lisa play another one of her jazzy tunes. Saxophone, saxophone. Oh. I miss the way Bart would say something and then say dude. I wish I knew something about the baby I could miss now. You mean Maggie? That's it. We've never been separated from the kids for so long. I don't know how much more I can take. Sparks ring! Todd smells. Oh, I already knew that. Oh, look at the other side. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week we're here to review Home Sweet Home Diddly Dum Doodly. Got it right the first time, Mitch. I am Dando. Don't do the sound. <laughs> I am Mitch. A few people commented saying they had to fast forward when it got to that part where you were eating the milk duds. Oh, really? They couldn't handle the milk duds? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were talking and get what? Hang on. Yeah. So let me get this caramel. So caramel really sticks <laughs> right in there. How you been, man? It's a good way to do okay. a chief wiggum impression. It but is, I've, yeah, been, yeah. I've been good. How have you been? I have been better. My wife's been better. She's not coping with pregnancy very well at the moment. I understand it's a difficult thing to go through. Yeah, as a husband. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Less sleep for you. I know, right? Have to listen to the whining. How dare she wake me up? I went and saw Star Wars with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra on Saturday. Oh, brilliant. A New Hope? Yes, New Hope. So I saw that they've released pre-sale tickets for Empire Strikes Back. I don't know whether they're out yet, but they're... Pre-sale. I got an email about it. Um, yeah, because at the end of the show, see, the funny thing is I went there and I said to my uncle, my uncle Darren and Doug, and I said, the only bad thing about tonight is I'm not going to hear the Imperial March yeah. because it's in the second one. And at the end they go, we've got a bit of a teaser for next time. And I was oh, like, did they play it? And they played it. And I was That's like, That's so yes. sweet. Because when I went to see Back to the Future, they, their teaser at the end was Indiana Jones theme. Oh, that that's was the a, next that's one they were great. doing. It was really cool. They played just the main theme. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. So the tickets will be going on sale to the general public shortly. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if if it might have even been today, or I, I could be wrong, maybe it was. It's soon, yeah, it's yeah. soon enough because, as I said, presale was out over the weekend. And they're not sponsoring, by the way. I just, <laughs> no, 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 they're not. But I do love me some classical music. Yeah, there's something about. Was this your first time ever singing an orchestra? Yeah. yeah. How great is it to be in that room and that score that you, even though you've probably heard it. 500 times yep. watching it at home, it really just comes alive and fills the room up. It was great because the composer, no, conductor, sorry, conductor. Out, and at the start, and he said, now we encourage engagement. If you don't like something on the screen, boo, boo the bad guys. Oh, really? The they want to make it a pantomime. And it was so good. So, like, it was the re-release from 1997 with oh. the added <laughs> scenes. So, whenever those scenes came on, people booed and booed those. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so Did good. you spot, like, anyone, any famous nerds? Surely the guys from Tripod oh, would have been, been, like, front and center but, for a show like so that. So, there was a woman... 
three seats to the left in front of me, in the row in front of me, mm. she would give standing ovations when, for example, Han Solo came on the screen. She was like right into it, man. Yeah, cool. She wasn't upset. But the thing is, I didn't care. She was an obsessed fan. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. She, she, was, just, she was really. Look, it's a movie everyone's seen. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter as much if someone's being a bit noisy because you all know the parts. Yep. Um, we caught a bit of the tail end of Rogue One on Foxtel the other night, which Ash hadn't seen before. Okay. Uh, you, need, you need to see the tail end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was really <laughs> excited to see there was only 15 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, but Ash has only seen uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. She hasn't seen the originals. No, because remember, we tried, oh, to, asleep, we tried to show her here. And she, phone out and yeah, then fell asleep. Phone out and then <laughs> fell asleep. So anyway, get to the end where they um, hand over the plans for the rebel base. And she looks up and goes, that's not Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great... Ending to a movie though, Rogue One. Oh yeah, Darth Vader just fan. ripping yeah. the place apart. It's funny you're saying how people didn't even the fact that sorry, go, go. I was going to say after two or three guys getting killed, you get that guy right up the back of the line bashing on the window in pure panic, like yeah. get us out of here, get us out of here. There's still 15 dudes left, yeah. but he just knows, like we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. The, the best part about it is all they need to do is hear the breathing, and they're like, game over. Yeah, game over, man. Now at the on Saturday night at the Melbourne show, it's you were saying people didn't care if you were interrupting or whatever, you were cheering or that mm. kind of thing. It's true because I found myself not even watching the film for half the time. I was just watching the people playing the music. Yeah, cool. The violinist, man, all at the same time, all in sync, was incredible. Yeah, that's how an orchestra works. Yeah, I know, but it was just <laughs> seeing it. I've never seen one ever, it's, it's, you know? It really is. You get such a great appreciation for it. And it makes... The times I've seen it, I've walked out and like, well, I really should just go and watch what these guys do normally. I shouldn't keep waiting for the Whitlam's in the Symphony Orchestra or Ben Folds in the Symphony Orchestra or a movie I love and a Symphony Orchestra. I should just go and watch a Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I still ver- haven't. <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the film, you know, the... Dun, 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 dun. So mm. everyone's talking really loud and the, the actor's sort of saying, all right, are you guys ready? And all of a sudden, it comes up, 20th Century Fox, and everyone just goes dead silent. And as soon as a boom came on, instant goosebumps. Oh, just yeah. Just chills down my spine. I got that exact same feeling at Back to the Future. I was just when like, you get oh, the- I can't control dun, this. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I just had like this fucking ear-to-ear grin. Yeah. I don't even know why. Yeah, like, same. It's music that I've listened to so many times, but suddenly hearing it, seeing it be played, I was like, oh, I'm ooh, sort of feeling the shivers now. It's yeah. just, it was incredible. Anyway, so back to- So if you spare, if you have a spare 150 bucks- 130, this one was. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you can't, like the cheapest tickets aren't too bad. $65 for the okay. back for the back seats. Yep. Anyway, it's worth it if you're a Star Wars fan. Just if you're a fan of movies in general, it's fantastic. Yeah. Home sweet, home diddly dum doodly. What did you think of it? Well, I think I'm impressed with the title and your reading of the title. <laughs> I really enjoy the themes of this episode that it's one of the few episodes that... Well, not the few, but it's one of the episodes that really shows the togetherness of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. They bust them up just so they can bring them back together and show that, you know... I like that you see that even though Lisa's perfect and even though Lisa often will badmouth Homer or the family in general, that she's just as fucked up as all of them and she knows it. Deep down, she knows it and she just wants to be with them. That You really see how tight-knit of a group they actually are. Now, you know when we spoke to Bill, and Bill Oakley, and mm. he said that because this is the first episode they actually ever, as showrunners, produced. This yes. was the first one they worked on. They wanted to take it back to the season three. They considered that to be the best season of television of any show of all mm. time. This feels like a season three episode. It's so it's, there's very little wackiness, if any. It's grounded. Yeah, it's very about true. the family. There aren't too many sub characters. It's mainly just Flanders and the Simpsons. Yeah, that's pretty it's much very, it. Very, very simple. The child protection agency. Yeah, it's pretty much the. I did quick flash to Lovejoy. But. Yeah, it's so different from Radioactive Man because last week it was 
as wacky as it can possibly be. Mm. Not probably, I guess Marge versus the monorail might be a bit more wackier, but it was a bit absurd, Radioactive Man, last week. This one is so grounded and real, it just shows the flexibility of the show by this point. They can go from complete zaniness to grounded and down-to-earth and real. Mm. And not miss a beat in doing so. Yeah. It doesn't feel weird from one episode to the next. You don't think, well, hang on, where are we? It's all exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same feeling to be watching. Do you, there's a couple of nitpicks. I kind of felt like Bart, as the rebel, should have rebelled against Flanders a bit more. Mm. He was just going to allow Flanders to baptise him. He was just going along with everything. If I felt like Bart was the person who could have rebelled a bit more. Maybe not so much Lisa, but Bart. It just seemed a bit odd that he was just letting it all happen. Yeah. I'll grant you that. He respects I, I don't think too much would have really been missed out either if they did because it would have only further sold the fact that Flanders was being a nice guy by trying to help out. That said, maybe they just didn't want... Like, you don't want Flanders to necessarily be shit on in this episode. That might be the only thing. Like, he's coming at it... They've got the best of intentions. Um, they might be misguided in thinking that Homer and Marge are bad parents, but, like... At the end of the day, they just want the best for the kids. And I guess Bart kind of knows that, even though it's um, quite quite uptight. Yeah. In saying that, though, baptising someone's children, that's, that's a bit ta- extreme. That's taking it a bridge too far. Yeah, and I would have I would have thought, like, I'm not not to get into a whole religious debate, no, but, no. like, that's a pretty big call to make for someone else's kids. Yeah, and Flanders... And the thing is, because Flanders and Maud know this is temporary, which is what makes that so extreme. Well, and particularly because they are of the belief that once you're baptised, it's forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I feel like the episode never really calls Flanders out for that. Even by the no, end, when Maggie doesn't. looks at Flanders, he's still got the rainbow and everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah, They never highlight still the fact... Still very pious. That, that, yeah, you're right. They don't highlight the fact that that's a... That's, um, I mean, it's not just dying someone else's hair's... So someone else's kid's hair yeah. blonde for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think it does a good job too. It's very similar to um, Homer Alone and Marge and Chains where everything is outside of Marge's control. Mm. She looks like a bad person and she gets accused of things, but she's actually done nothing. It's just everyone else, all these events that happen outside of her control is what leads to the situation where she gets her kids taken away from her. Yeah. I love the way the episode started off with selling her as being a brilliant Setting mother yep. as well. That it... It, it goes in such a different way to what you'd expect because if you were just reading those first that first minute or two, um, it's you think it's going to be an a Marge appreciation episode more yeah. than anything, and it kind of is. It still kind of is that yep. because it shows how much the kids miss her, but it takes a very dark turn very very quickly, and I love that that happens through absolutely no fault of her own. Yeah, comedically, I love that. I don't love that it happened to March. I just yeah. This has very. It's got a few different versions of Homer in this episode as well. It's got the loving father, the passionate father. It's also got Idiot Homer. Now, it's, this is the Homer that I don't like, particularly when we've had episodes such as And Maggie Makes Three, mm-hmm. where it's shown that he's got photos of Maggie, yeah. and then he forgets her in this episode. That kind of continuity annoys me. I don't know whether it should, but it just does. Fair. When, when and Maggie, Make Three, Maggie Makes Three wasn't that long ago, and now mm. he's forgetting her name. Mm. That's... I can... While it, I, it doesn't stick too badly with me, I can accept that as being a valid thing that would annoy some people. I can accept it. In this episode, in the sense that they call him Margaret, and he maybe only knows yeah, her as yeah, Maggie. Exactly. But, you know. But even then, it's, well, I got nothing against her. Yes. <laughs> Once he does figure out who she is. I need to say, the final shot of the family walking away looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. The sun setting. There's a few really nice shots. I've, I loved the more gut-wrenching one of them through the back of the van uh, with Homer and Marge yeah. holding, not the kids, but Either from the, the parents, kids' perspective, looking at Homer and Marge holding onto each other, just... Helpless. Helpless, yeah. Yep. 
Alrighty. So, what was your favourite moment from the episode? My... Well, I'm going to have to go with the fact that I was sitting in a restaurant or cafe um, watching this with mm-hmm. headphones on and the only bit that hit me hard enough to really make me laugh out loud. Like, you know, when you've got headphones on and then you get the... It's, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, well, that was a bit louder yeah. than I thought it would be. <laughs> and it... My ears know now as well. So, sorry. <laughs> and it was, mm, Ned, have you thought of trying any of the other religions? They're all basically the same. <laughs> That's just... Fucking amazing from Lovejoy. By this point, Lovejoy just does not like Flanders at all. No. <laughs> My favourite moment wasn't a funny one. I loved the moment where the kids leave the newspaper under the front doormat. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the moment in the episode that hit me the hardest. Todd smells. Yes. I already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's that, that moment sums up the episode. Like you were saying, they're a family unit. Mm. They, they, they hate their faults, so like Homer's faults, but at the end of the day, they love him more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a very sweet moment. I asked the listeners on the Twitter machine. Ooh, at Four Finger Pod, please follow us. We hit 2,000 followers. <laughs> yeah, very underhandedly, but yes. <laughs> I, I saw that our own following went up from 580 to 690 or something Hey, like we went that. up 150 followers. That's all that matters. <laughs> it feels cheap and unearned. Um, okay, so well, I might drop come back to this because there's still a few replies coming in, but some of the okay. early ones... The we'll save iron- it for the mailbag anyway. No, no, no a couple oh, of these. A couple of but the rest of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The Iron Sash can't sing I Got You Babe without singing the lyrics, So we're watching you mm. by act of government. That is a nice moment. Uh, at Gaming Pegasus 187 I love you, Pa. I love you, Cletus. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. At Craving Results. Uh, remembers really wanting to get their own newspaper printer because of how much fun. No, how great would that be? <laughs> um, I reckon the the Flintstones had a thing like that. It was like it was a little carving though, with stamper. This. No, there was a thing that you could roll oh, something through and maybe, stamp it with different yeah. shapes. Uh, I mean, in real life. Yeah, in I real life. On the show, though, no, 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 no. It was a McDonald's toy that came out. McDonald's line of toys. Oh, it, it was. It was like he rolled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it At, was Barney, I think. Uh, Steve Gordon. All is calm. All is calm. Turn tape over. All is calm. Which is a dated gag now. It is a little bit now, but yeah. still works. And at Veg Seduna. Veg Seduna? Veg, I'd say. Yeah. The best part is 100% Homer whimpering, the spider got near my car keys. It's the and fingers Marge, when he's looking. You did the right thing yeah. by telling me. <laughs> That's me and Nicola. Nicola. <laughs> I've got to bring it up. You mentioned before about Flanders. Mm-hmm. We shit on him before. We did still, we? we still, well, we're saying that it was extreme what he did. And he never got caught out. I'm not shitting. I'm not shitting. I'm just pointing it out. We still do need to say that they did, even by doing baptism, he had the best intentions oh, at they, heart. Yeah, they he painted did, him yeah. very well. He's a great dad. Yeah, he didn't realize it was a bad thing. He was yeah. just trying to do good he's, by the he's kids. He's a little too skewed to the other end of the spectrum for yeah. my tastes, but he's still a really good dad. Yes, he definitely. wants the best for everyone. He doesn't want them to be exposed to harm or to evil. And his belief of the best way to do that is through religion. Even letting the kids watch Itchy and Scratchy was just his way of compromising. Yeah, didn't work, no. but he tried. Yeah, yeah. New name for the episode. What have you got? What have you got, Dando? <laughs> I've sort of taken the same path, but I took Maggie's line of who's your daddily doodly. Okay, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> if you haven't pretty good. Um... I haven't had one for the last two weeks, so makes up for it. I just completely <laughs> forgot about it this week. That's all. But let me let, let, give us two seconds. Yep. This is, this, it, mm. Homer is where the bard is? That makes no sense. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Mm. Just go on no, with that's it. actually the opposite of what happens in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, don't tell mum the babysitter's Ned. You're welcome. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. And, and I'll just be tucking that little post-it note down the side of the couch. <laughs> Trivia. What, I'll let you kick off. I've only got a couple questions, or three questions, I've by the way. I've got five or just six. Just to point that out. Because this wasn't a very... Um, not a very trivia happy happy episode. Mine are in the first fair. act, I think. All yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how old were the newspapers? Twenty years. Yes. What time should you keep letters separate from the sandwich? Oh, was it until eleven or eleven thirty? Eleven thirty. Yep. Okay. Uh, what is Grandpa reading? He's on the couch. He's passed out That's, over something. Uh, horse racing, dog racing. Yeah, racing form guy. Yep. yep. Where does Homer get tickets for? Like, what is the place called? Ah. Uh, don't know. Mingled Water Health Spa. Mingled mingled water? Yeah. Okay, so it's like water mixed with other water. Other types of water, yeah. <laughs> what got the boys all worked up before bedtime? That's one of my questions. My Three Sons? My Three Sons? Yes. <laughs> I was actually going to try and incorporate My Three Sons into the title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three more. What does the CPS logo say when it goes... Like the Batman oh, logo? I missed it. It just says, not just, another, it says not just another state. I don't... Is it not because it would have the state... state? The normally would have a yeah. state's name there. Yeah, maybe. Because Springfield doesn't really have yeah. one. What is written on Bart's sack? P- onions? Onions, yes. Save yourself. And finally... Petunions? <laughs> how far must Marge and Homer stay my away? my favourite blonde joke of all time, by the way. Uh, how much? How far must they stay away? Yeah. 100 feet? 100 feet, correct, yes. Um, it's uh, three, bo- three blondes are trying to hide from the police. They all run into a barn. I've and heard this. They before. get into three Hessian sacks. The cops come in. Yeah. They kick the. F- Sorry, it's not three blondes. It's a brunette, redhead, and yeah, blonde. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Um, they kick the brunette, and she goes meow. And they say it's just a cat. Let's move on. They kick the redhead, and she goes woof. And they say it's just a dog. Let's move on. And then they kick the blonde, and she says potatoes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Always good. It's not that it's a. It's it's not that that's even making fun of blondes. It's that potatoes is a funny punchline yeah. word. <laughs> it's just got a good sound to it. But how? If you were saying that in America, would you say potato? Uh, it depends on where you're from. Like, if you're in the Bronx. Do people in Australia say potato? Pota- no, I've never heard. Um, I ain't never heard no one in Australia say potatoes. Potatoes? Potato. Well, you could even get that down to just taters. <laughs> we could. Tater tots? You have some taters and gravy. Alrighty, time for the review. The original edit was October 1st, 1995. The chalkboard gag, no one wants to hear from my armpits. Can you do armpit files? No, I never could. Neither. I don't know if it's a hair I to do skin with my ratio. Hands, but not... Or Not if well. it's yeah, or possibly it's that my armpits are a bit too cavernous, so you don't <laughs> quite get enough skin on skin contact. There's too much, um, of too much of a concave nature. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who could do it, but he did it really slowly, but it still made really loud sounds. I don't know how he did right, it. Right, he must have been able to trap quite a substantial just bit of air down. and just let it out like a balloon. <laughs> yeah. And the catch gag was oh, the- what I uh, I ha- I've had a guest staying with us for the last oh, little yeah. bit. Um, he's, this is someone that stayed at a house a few times over um, the last few years. And a momentous occasion occurred two nights ago when he farted in front of Ash for the first time. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it was brilliant. It was just, I raised my hand in the air as in an act of triumph. Not as in claiming it, but as in like, yeah! It just proves he's comfortable. And he just gave this real sheepish... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but what described the fart though? Was it a long fart? Was it? It was a- like a three, th- like three set, like a kind of a one of those. Wow. So I couldn't figure out if it was so a comfort like thing. To stop, but it just I, came yeah, out. I reckon that's what it was. He didn't want it to happen, and then it just <laughs> <laughs> out she came. The best ones are like. We sit on the well, couch. For the record, Ash burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no offense taken. We're sitting on the couch, Jet would be in between us. All of a sudden, you just hear. Yeah. And, you're like, and he gets off the couch like, you <laughs> dirty shit. <laughs> I love it when, when even the dog knows, ooh, <laughs> I'm out of here. Clear the area. <laughs> uh, and the couch gag was the Brady Bunch parody. One of the more memorable ones. 
The episode kicks off was, as you said, setting up Marge's super mum. Yeah, it? just ruthless efficiency in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Very pedantic about making their lunches as mm. well. And it's kind of like the kids sort of take it for granted. They're saying, you fuss over us too much, mum. No, it's not so much taking it for granted. Like, it's taking it for granted would almost imply, I'm thinking more of the, that. Um, Expected, I guess. Yeah. Well, the one where she sets the breakfast up and that, like, there's all smiley faces yeah, all and then they just come in and wolf through it. Is that that's Home were, Alone, maybe? I think yeah. so. But they're at least acknowledging the work that she's done here. And if anything, a feeling guilty. So and Homer you, does You can too. take a step back. It was, it, Homer was a good husband throughout this entire episode as well. Mm. The, the bit about the lettuce, by the way, and yeah. thank you to. Uh, who was it? Was it Gavin Lang? I think that posted it in the Patreon exclusive page. The yep. one of my favourite TV commercials of all time, the McDLT. Oh, how good is it? Keeping the, the lettuce, DLT. keeping the lettuce separate. I was like, "There's a nice little." She stole that idea it? Uh, on the cool, cool side. <laughs> <laughs> the hot stays hot. The cool stays cool. <laughs> McDLT, McDLT. Can you know it'd be a great YouTube video if someone pranked. Uh, Jason Alexander, mm. and that was his ringtone. Well, like they managed to get it onto his phone without him yes. knowing. That'd be pretty fantastic. <laughs> That's a good prank video. Yeah. <laughs> you feel bad for any actor like when an old commercial like that surfaces. But I, I, would, I would embrace it. Well, I would be so proud oh, if I did yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever shied away from it because it's the first thing, one of the first things you do is you take a job. Oh, yeah. Will Anderson's got a really awkward looking one from Maxi Bon. The ice creams? Yeah. Yeah, really? like one of he would have been really young. He was really young because I mean, Will's never acted in anything. No. So the fact that it, as a stand-up comic, he got a, t- a commercial spot just that in itself throws me. And he's not actually trying to be funny at all in the thing, but it's um, it's it's just one of those great blasts from the past things. You're like, oh, you poor bastard, <laughs> that exists now forever. It's funny. Ryan from Cheese TV was in a KFC ad when he was a kid, but they didn't like his voice, so they had to make him eat and then mime the words, and right. then someone did the voice over the top. But he couldn't mime it correctly. He, said okay. it, he was there for hours trying to mime <laughs> this, this line. <laughs> anyway, so we're saying it also sets up things that happen later in the episode. So the newspapers, why they're there and things like that. Um, why was, it was for Lisa's ex, uh, uh, assignment, assignment of some, of some kind. kind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but putting the I'm a stupid baby note on Lisa's yeah, back. That vampire teeth for his school photo. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and she's just spotting everything. And then she... Uh, sends them off to school. They say he fuss over us too much. Mm. Homer then walks. Oh, the she says, it, it, you should um, enjoy it while enjoy you can. Enjoy it because it's, you know, when you're an adult, you'll have to face your own problems. Yeah. There's a spider. You did the right thing yes. by telling me. I love the animation, like I said, of him looking around the corner going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fingers twindling. It's so great. Uh, so she gets, and she, I, I, I like to think she didn't kill it. She just shoot it away. She get out of here. Yeah, probably. Would have, caught, or caught it in a Tupperware container or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I should tell you about the time that I caught like a, Fucking massive huntsman. I, I oh, needed. You need to throw it at the house or something. Not just throw it. Yeah, like you I took it. Oh, you couldn't get out the house or something. You no. Get, oh no, no, that was a different one. Okay, that was that was a huntsman that was hanging over my front door. Yes. Um. No, this one was like. Okay, so you've got this pop protector thing just to my left. Yep. It's about the size of a pop. It, it's like <laughs> thumb to thumb to. It's six by four and a half. Yeah, yeah. So that's about my hand span, right? Yeah. That's pretty much how big this spider was, and I needed a Tupperware container that large to catch the. No thing. way was it that big. In, in span, not its body, but like legs to legs. It was a... Seriously? It was a gigantic... I've got a photo somewhere. I can, sh- I can prove it's all like of this. African jungle tarantula. Pretty much, yeah. So, like, I caught it because... Mostly because I thought if I try to kill it, A, I might not succeed and I don't want to start a war with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> B, if I do... Imagine that. War <laughs> has been declared. If I do, I'm going to need to repaint the walls. So, um, so, I catch it and then I was like, all right, I'll let it outside. And then I walked into the front yard. I'm like, 
I can't let it out here. Yeah. It knows this is where you I You have told this story. You had to cross the street, didn't you? I've, I went a block and a half away. <laughs> a block. And I took a path that I would never walk. And, and so the, just, the spider wouldn't remember? To disorient it. Yeah. <laughs> and then rather than just let it out, I cracked it a little, little bit and just frisbeed it as far as I could. <laughs> and like lid, Tupperware container and spider all went flying in different directions. <laughs> like Ash having a swing of golf. Yeah. 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 And losing the club. But... um. I don't know where it landed because I'd already turned and was starting to flee while they were all what in happens, mid-air. What happens at two o'clock of that morning? You hear a knock at the door. A doorbell rings. <laughs> Ash, pack your bags. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, this is, she's killed the spider or she's taken it out and Homer gives her the spider tickets because she deserves it. He's acknowledging that she works too hard for this family. Mm. How he got the tickets is hilarious, being Count Homer. <laughs> it is great. What advantages does this motor car have over, say... A train, which I could also afford. Well, you'll notice how the heated gas pedal warms your feet well. Gently <laughs> massages your buttocks. Well, Count Homer, shall we discuss the... No, we shan't. Yoink! Have you ever done a, a thing like that? Where um, have I, like, taken advantage of a... Of a promo? We went to... When we were in Queensland, you mm. know the, where they try and get you to invest in the... Like the apartments. Oh, timeshare apartments. Timeshare, yeah. yeah. We're there for about three hours. They would not no, They let don't us go. let you out. No, it's we're like in the, the South Park episode. I've never seen it, but the guy left. You realize he wasn't going to get us. He'd left. Then his boss came in and spoke to us. And we're just like, we don't want it. We're just here for the free. It was like $50. I wanted the nibbles. Yeah. I think it was a $50 Coles voucher or something. Yes. Yeah. But it's. We wouldn't have done it. We had a know it's going to take this long. Then he left. And like, his boss comes in and he's got, he got really sort of aggressive without. Right. Without getting right in your face, but he was pretty much saying, you better do this. Like, no, I'm not doing this. They don't give him my $50. And it took like months before we got our $50. So if you ever get... Anyone in Queensland ever says, come check out the timeshares, don't do it. It's not worth the $50 Coles gift. No, no if anyone anywhere says, come check out the timeshares, don't do it. It's not worth $12 an hour. No. <laughs> um, this isn't so much ripping people off, but I've certainly made, taken full use of the free deli samples that you get oh, in yeah. supermarkets. Of course you do. But like... One time it got to the point that I was like, I can't go back again. And I asked my little brother to go get me some for me. <laughs> How many different types of meat do you go per time? Just one? Oh, it depends on what's tasty. I've taken four once. Yeah. I, oh, felt, that's, I felt like a king. Yeah, that's fair because you've got to get all the different flavors <laughs> yeah, yeah. and see what's on offer. It's more when you go for four bits of chicken that's like just the same flavor. Well, I, I, you're I, starting to be a bit selfish. I used to go the uh, sliced chicken and then the shade chicken just to see the, if the texture's different. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted chicken. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, he's got the tickets. Uh, Marge says that she can't go because she points it out. The same thing that the woman says later on. Yep. Dirty dishes, trash has been taken out, living room is a mess. Great setup. The grandpa scare, I don't see what the point of it was just to sort of maybe be a joke. Yeah, it's just right one of those you. general grandpa yep. things. Uh, oh, so I guess it's to introduce that he's going to be there looking after the baby. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, great line here from Marge. It's such a Marge line. Let me take some ironing with me. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Just as she's getting like whisked out. Yes. House, yep, yep, yep. At the school and the kids are getting ready for their school photo. Nelson looks adorable. <laughs> he does. <laughs> does he have a middle part from memory? Is, is he, a, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He scrubs up well, Nelson, doesn't he? When he wants to. As we'll find out a little bit later on. Yes. In my Lisa's date with density. Density. I used to always say destiny. Yeah. It's hard to say density. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that context, your brain wants to take over. And Lisa's date with destiny works as well as a title. I guess. But it's not a play on words. No, I know. <laughs> uh, Bart has head Write that down for an alternate title yes. <laughs> for the future. <laughs> yes, that's from multiple times. Bart has head due to the monkey that Millhouse's family got in a box when they mm. ordered something from China. 
Did you ever have a head lice outbreak at your primary school? We did, and I got them. Um, Fuck, it sucked. I, I mean, it was one of those things for me where people would not be at school every now and then. It was it was like night. It was like, like nightmare. Say it. Nightmare cafeteria. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't discussed. No. It would just be you look around and be like, oh, James and and uh, Amanda and Stephen are away to. Where where are they? It doesn't it doesn't matter. Oh, she's she's, she's got nits. She's got nits. Oh, yeah. oh my god, she's got nits. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then when they came back, you're like, oh, mm. do you want to go near you? <laughs> Depends, because if they're attractive, like you, they're vulnerable. Maybe they need someone to accept them back into society. And it's just, hey, come, did Ash have nits when you come met her? come to the roller derby <laughs> yeah. on Friday? I don't care. No judgment here. I the trust you. For Geelong listeners, the Rugrats Disco. Did you ever go to that? <laughs> I did go to the Rugrats Disco. <laughs> Listen to Sophie Ellis Baxter, Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> <laughs> we let the dogs out was what I requested. <laughs> I never personally had nits. nits. I did. Just just to answer Man, that. Man, it I've, sucked. I had like these, excellent scalpel these, hygiene. These combs, they're really fine combs. And they, they'd have to go mm. through and fuck it. It just it sucked. It took weeks. Before I could click weeks, like, yeah. Before, because I'd, I'd get rid of them, and then there'd be one kid at school that didn't check his hair. His parents wouldn't check his hair, and then he'd get nits, and then we'd all fucking get him again. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like an epidemic. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Just shut the school down. Yeah, know, it's like right. asbestos. It's in the walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then Willie kills the nits or the lice. Do they call them nits anywhere else but Australia? I, th- I, I think it's just nits. a nickname in yeah. Australia of yeah, nits. Okay. Yeah, um, referring to the lice. But yeah, incinerates Bart's clothes. And you get a little bit of Bart bum. We do. Yeah. Just under the they, towel. Don't, they don't do that anymore. No, they no. have bums in the episode, but it's, there's no need to have that bum there. That is like, let's just make the yeah, towel go over that. his bum. And you know what else, which is more unsettling than Bart's bum? You actually see the underwear of one of the girls teasing Lisa mm. up her skirt. I was going to say that as well. I, I looked at that one. What the? F- like, wow. Why? Why did you, why'd you animate wow, that? Not wow, but why? why what, you didn't have to animate that. Yeah. The, her, yeah. her dress didn't need to be up. No, it could have been a lot shorter. Yes. Uh, longer. A lot longer. But, but the dress, Sorry, the dress is long. It's just, ra- it's just. <laughs> It's just randomly up though. The dress yeah. is long. I was like, so they made the effort to lift the dress up and draw underwear. Yeah, weird. Really strange. <laughs> check the check if Roman wasn't part of the animation department at that point. <laughs> he was a creative consultant <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> uh, Lisa is getting picked on, as you said. Well, Skinner says to me to check on Lisa as well. Mm. So she's her shoes are up. Get, they're teasing her. They're throwing, that's why she's got those shoes. They're throwing mm-hmm. them on the power lines. I think it was power lines. Was that what they threw? Uh, yeah, the tree or something. Power lines. Um, so she has to walk through the mud. She's got muddy feet. Gets called to the, for a head lice inspection. Yeah, <laughs> gets soccer Skinner. ball to the back of the yes. head as well. Yeah. Ow! I need some food. <laughs> what, something what's rotten at the Simpson house. Sweet Georgia Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calls the. I'm just gonna call the child protective services. Yeah, that'll do. I don't think that's what they'll call it here, but I'm just going to call them CBS. Watch too much Judge Judy. That's what she calls them. <laughs> I was watching some quality Judge Judy last night. Yeah? Uh, two nights ago. I watched the best of Judge Judy on YouTube. It was amazing. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, just the idiots. Yeah, I was... Because there was one episode that I was watching where um, the... Defendant. No, the plaintiff. Yeah. The plaintiff was saying about how, I have a witness. I have a really good witness. And she's like, stop right there. Like you have a witness, you don't need to tell me that it's a good witness. Um, and but I was thinking it would be so great to see her on the actual Supreme Court or High Court. Yeah, we've said arguing. this. Arguing, yeah. yeah. Like, but it, it was that line in particular that sold it for me. It was like Donald Trump on his travel ban. It's like I have I have this travel ban. It's the best travel ban. It's like hold on a second. You don't need to tell me it's the best travel. You have a travel ban. Yes. I will decide if it's any good or not. <laughs> How fun would that job be? What judge you oh, got? Being the bailiff would be the best because he just oh, gets yeah. to stand there yeah. and occasionally, occasionally wheel a TV and pass over documents. <laughs> Some, I love it when they go to go through the documents. He just goes, puts a hand up, just 
fucking give me the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll sort it out. <laughs> He's a scary man too, Bird. You don't want to start Bird. No. Is that his name, Bird? His last name be Bird. Okay. But she calls him Bird. His last name be Bird. <laughs> First name Big. Have you been watching, have you been watching The Wire again? <laughs> so, uh, it's sort of like a, a Batman parody here. Just a... Yep. And they drive off. Apparently, these two, these two people were based on a teacher that Josh Weinstein... Is it Weinstein or Weinstein? I've heard mixed. I think it depends on where you're from, but I'd yeah. go Weinstein. I'd say... Look, Weinstein. I'd like, say Weinstein. Okay. Oh, hang on. Sorry. No, Weinst- Weinstein is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Harvey Weinstein. Yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking. And Bill Oakley, they had a teacher that was like these people that they hated it. So, they based the two characters on them. Or the okay. woman based it on her. Yeah. So, uh, be careful, teachers out there. Yeah. You never know when a kid might get you back. Definitely. Uh, Homer and Marge are then at the sauna. And they're in the... Oh, they're in the sauna. And they've got mm. the uh, mafia dude in there with them. Takes his towel off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't mind. Just reminding us that, you know, they're relaxing while this is all going on. It's not their fault at all either, any of this. No. They've actually, they went to school fine. They had nice lunches. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Crisp lettuce. If anything, if anything, we got to blame Millhouse's parents for all of this. At a bare minimum. If they didn't send Millhouse to school with lice. Oh, no, because they let Bart play with the monkey. Yeah, they let Bart. Well, still, if they didn't let Bart play with the monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they didn't order... If they had to just bought American, damn it, (laughs) (laughs) then there would have been no problems. The CPS uh, people point out what Marge said, the living room's a mess, yep. trash has been taken out. Now, I have to take them to task on something here. She says toilet paper hung in improper overhand fashion. Now, what is that? Does that mean it's closest to you? So yeah. Or closest yeah. to the wall? Yeah, no, closest to you. People are not overhand. closest to the wall. That's wrong. It is wrong. It's it, it's proven to be wrong. The original patent is for it to hang okay. closest to you. Nicola does it against the wall. I change it every time. There's someone at work that's been doing it against oh. the wall as well. I can't have it. No, no. It's wrong. It's wrong. It is. You get. I mean, firstly, you end up you in a situation. Yeah, yeah, like it rubs against the paint, and if you don't have good paint, it's uncomfortable. You end up with situations where you can't see where the end of the squares yeah, are, and you and you pull off more than you need. Yes, that's because you can't see that the extra is coming off. Yeah, toilet paper seepage needs to be close. Needs to be closer to you. Yes. Is there a Seinfeld episode about this? Because I feel like they should have been. Uh, no. The, I know there was the the not giving enough toilet not paper, not being able to spare a square. Yeah, I think that's about as far as they went. Yeah, yeah. How many toilet paper jokes can you have in one episode? I guess. Yeah, they did have uh, a, <laughs> they did have a thing about um, toilet stalls, the door going all the way to the floor. I think Jerry did this in his stand up. I think he? he did do it in his stand up, and it doubled up in the show as well. Yeah. Anyway, they find Grandpa who's asleep on the couch, dishevelled, old man. What do they? How do they describe? Seems him? dehydrated. Seems dehydrated. Yes. They find Maggie. Da- kids love that water. <laughs> Stupid babies need the most attention. That's one of the That's memorable very lines. Funny. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this guy. Is very similar to the beekeeper voice and the, no way, bees. He, the way he delivers things. It's the yeah. yes, they should be here. Yeah, yep, fair point. Homer and Marge are in the mud bath. All is well. All is well. Turn tape over. Bart and Lisa then arrive home wearing onion sacks and got no shoes on and whatnot and all looking dishevelled. They really do look like two poorly children. Yes. I need to say, too, when the kids arrive, there's a little moment where the guy is playing with Maggie with a toy rabbit. It doesn't mm. need to happen, but it just shows they, were, they, were, they had to be having them doing oh, something. Oh, yeah. I think that was a Life in Happiness rabbit, by the way. Oh, was it? Life in Hell. Life, sorry, Life in Hell. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I didn't notice that. I but could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. Just an, a little nod. It just shows that he has the, he, he's being good to the kids. Mm. You know, he's, just, he's just there keeping her busy whilst they're waiting for the parents to get home. They get the should be here line. 
Homer and Marge then walk in and she says that wrong timing. It's like some kind of drug. Yeah. If only they knew. Yes. <laughs> it is very funny though. Here's a little bedtime reading. And she, this is where she reads through the, the toilet thing that yeah. you're saying, toilet paper and all that. They then take the kids away. And as we mentioned, Marge just looks distraught. Like she, she's just helpless. She can't do anything about it. You'll be arrested if you keep trying to stop us. Then they get taken to, it's a great little reveal. Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> giving it, taking you think away. they're going for miles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come back from commercial and the Flanders are all welcoming them into the house. Don't touch me. It sickens me. <laughs> the, the Flan- Even the kids, they all want to help. They're all, they all have the right intentions. But they're just overbearing. Yeah. We get at this moment, so back on Twitter, one of the favourite moments uh, for Robert Morrison at Ram underscore 0629. Okay. Welcome to your new home, Neglectorinos. Neglectorinos. And the note, gone baptizing later in the episode. With the, yeah, with the Z and the apostrophe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way Bart and Lisa handle the whole Flanders situation, like the Flanders aren't trying to push anything onto Bart and Lisa until the end with the baptizing. They're just being themselves. Did you? Is it remind you of when you go to a friend's house and they would do things differently? Like maybe the mother would cook the vegetables different to how your mum normally cooked them or things like that. And you'd have to go, eh, this is kind of weird, but it's their house. Um, I remember I went to a friend's house once and his mum didn't peel the carrots and it just confused me. <laughs> so There's a lot of nutrients in the skin. Yeah, no, but do, do you peel the carrots when you cook them? Uh, it depends on what I'm making. Well, it depends on whether or not texture is important to me or if I'm just after... But it was just a long carrot on a, on a plate yeah. that had been steamed. Not a, The end's not chopped off, not peeled, nothing. Yeah, okay. As, as a kid, I was just like, what the hell? What is this? <laughs> what the hell? Um, my carrot isn't finished. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I ate it, but I didn't know what to do. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to say anything or... Yeah. I remember going to a house that had um, that Staminade stuff. Staminade? Like it, it, well, you go to a friend's house that had LA ice was, cola and not Coke. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Never go back there again. No, um, no Staminade was like powdered. It's not Gatorade, but it's similar. Like it's powdered sports drink. So it's LAI of sports drinks, kind of. Not a bit, but not even that, because at least LAI still comes out of the can ready to go. Staminade, you just put crystals in the glass and then oh, that stuff. Stir it up, kind of like skim milk powder. Kind of, yeah. But it's crystals, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was, yeah, like that was one of those things where I went to someone else's sea monkeys. Blew my mind. I was like, what? But not in a good way. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Why is it in your house? And why are you trying to force it on me? <laughs> they ain't going to here. You guys made the mistake of buying this shit. Don't pass this off onto the guests. <laughs> I don't judge Homer and Marge. That's for a vengeful God to do. Mm-hmm. All we want to do is give your kids a good home until they get their act together. You don't understand. Mom and Dad take good care of us. That was a baby tooth. It was loose. Don't you worry, little girl. We'll get you some nice county dentures. Parents are not to communicate with children and must stay at least 100 feet away at all times. We leave you to kids for three hours and the county takes them away? Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. You can prove me wrong, but I just don't quite feel it's right when Homer says, we leave you with the kids for three hours and this is what happens. They didn't leave the kids with Grandpa. They walked in the door like 30 seconds after the kids got home. Yeah, true. So how was this at all Grandpa's fault? Well, he was looking after the house. But the, the kids came home from school like that. Had he not fallen asleep, he probably could have been on hand to explain at least a couple of things. Baby. Yeah. Not the kids. Yeah. He, he left her drinking out of a dog's water bowl. But he, but he, he was awake when he, when he... What was happening? He said kids love that water. But he'd only just woken up. He wasn't he, on hand to stop anything. He would have done Maggie, it anyway. <laughs> he wasn't around to stop the dogs mating on the dining table. Yeah, that's true. I uh, love the, the rant that Homer goes on here about how, like, you know, 
this is all like how Marge, well, Marge tries to put it on herself. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 this is all my fault. You know, I'm not fit to be a parent. The only thing that I'm able to look after is the house, like you know, is a house, house plant. plant, which is dying. Lousy houseplant. Bart and Lisa are then playing, just playing newspaper. I guess you'd say. What would you call this? <laughs> all the president's men. Yeah. <laughs> With Rod and Todd. There's, Rod and Todd are great in this episode. They're just so into everything they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was, it, what was it? Playtime is fun. Go with it. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the press hat and everything. It's just so yeah. great. Extra Rod spell. Todd smells. Is your source on this reliable? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this can be an extra. Then Flanders. Th- after this, there's not really much story development. It's more, no, this whole it's, act is pretty much just the Flanders it, are weird, it, aren't they? Yeah, it's basically then just um, fish out of water, men are from Mars, women for, are from Venus yeah. kind of comedy. This could have taken place over two days. All, all of the things that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess they go to the course, so maybe it's a few days. Yeah, maybe it. a little bit of time, but, but still, it's it's not a huge... As you said, there's absolutely no plot development. It's no. just... This is the story from now on. Yeah. The, like, Which is fine. It's, just, it's, it's a very early-ish episodes were like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no problem with it. And it's more about developing the feelings and the emotions and yeah. all that sort of stuff. They're able to build the the fact that the kids just miss their parents. And yeah. it's great how it's not just the kids who miss their parents, it's the parents who miss the kids. That's what makes it so great. Yeah, definitely. And if there was too much plot going on, you'd actually miss some of yeah, that. You yeah. wouldn't have the time to just dwell on the fact that they weren't there, you thinking w- about the way Bart would say something. And then say, dude. dude yeah. Or the, even having Lisa don't touching the wall as a way of trying to reach the yeah. parents. Just little things like that would be great. But we'll get to that in a moment. So the Flanders then walks in with the nachos, Flanders style, which is? Oh, was it cucumber and um, cottage cheese? Cottage cheese. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> then he says, Bart, look, I'll level with you. I'll let you do something. What, can we, what do you want to do? And he says, let's watch Ishi and Scratchy. Get the My Three Sons line. Mm-hmm. Did you notice here that Flanders dusts off the TV remote before he turns it on. Oh, no. How I, great I, is that? I was busy writing down the yeah. um, cucumbers with cottage cheese. And then turns the yeah, TV on. It's to say they never watch it. Yeah. yeah. So great. You know, 260-odd channels all locked out. Yes. He's got no use for it. We've got the first Itchy and Scratchy cartoon. I looked this up since A Star is Burns. That's a little while. Yeah. Hmm. The kids are distraught. Rod and Todd are distraught. Yeah. And Bart and Lisa are just loving it. Yeah. This is the moment that it reminds me. Of, I think I've mentioned it before where I watch Goosebumps with my cousin. Mm. And my cousin he, he came to my place and watched goosebumps goosebumps scary if you're a little kid i guess maybe you'd have to be pretty young for it to be genuinely scary, scary but it's you know the werewolf episode scared me a bit when i was a kid it was but it was fine you know i remember we watched it was a night in terror tower right yeah i had that one on vhs Which actually wasn't scary no that one's not even remotely scary no. it's just weird yeah yeah it's just ghosts sometimes and shit he had nightmares and i was st- and my auntie who was his mum called my mum and abused my mum saying how bad she was at a parent because she let hit her son watch Goosebumps. How that's not for kids. It's not for kids. G rated. <laughs> of course, it's for <laughs> fucking kids. It's, it's in school libraries. What's well, like the G for Goosebumps? It's fucking G because it's a kids show. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. So the way this relates to this episode is, I ended up staying at their place once, and they were a very religious. They still are religious, but the kids not so much now. But yeah, very very religious, very Christian family. Seven o'clock, same as this. Seven o'clock bedtime. I blinds down. yes, that happened to me as well. I what had a religious. I had a religious friend who had to go to s- go to bed at a stupidly early hour. I was like, it's daylight. Nope, blinds down. Yeah, like, what's happening? Yeah, like <laughs> I haven't had dinner. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just remember laying there going, "So this is hell." Yeah, <laughs> like how do I sleep now? I know it's daylight. It's what? Can I read a book? <laughs> no, <laughs> the tools of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this episode always reminds me of staying, and I only ever stayed there once because I was not going back to that hell. Yeah, no. 
you know, I'd sooner sleep on the street. <laughs> Write into us and tell us if you've ever had a story like that. Yeah, please. There'll be some interesting ones. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Like that's for us, that's just the tip of the iceberg. If you're actually from that sort of repressed family and you've oh. since grown up, what can you tell yeah. us? <laughs> Find the wall shit. So then Homer and Marge are peeping through the window. This is a funny... It's kind of like a meta gag, is it? I think it's Lisa. It could be a starfish. Could be a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> they try to call and they're not allowed to call. Why wouldn't they just go to a phone box? Yeah, that's a good point. But anyway, doesn't matter. Flanders wouldn't have put them on the line anyway because Flanders would have been following mm. the rules. Then they go to City Hall and they notice there was a Swartzwater statue at the front. Yeah, there was. Uh, apparently that was a mistake. That it, wasn't a gag. No, it was originally something about the script being written as being in like Swartzwater County or something like that. Dog of Death? Where, mm. Yeah, Dog of Death. I think it's like season three or season four, whatever. Yeah. Apparently they refer to Springfield being next to Swartzwater. Oh, it's when the dog is walking. Your- oh, no, that's the one where he goes to Mr. Burns's. Doesn't matter when. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> but, but uh, Springfield is next to Swartzwater County. So that's mm. why they put that there. Right. But the thing is, I don't believe that because the statue even looks like Swartzwater. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're putting so they, in... They, they, no. they say that they did it by accident. It was just it was just coincidental. But no, they drew it to look like Swartzwater. Might have been just coincidental that it happened at that exact moment. Possibly. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so they go to the judge. What do they say, Mitch? Basically, you get the, the great line here, for, or the great bit about Homer. First talking about, now I know I'm not the greatest parent. And like talking about the cause all, all of the negatives. And yeah. then the realization, but I love... Parenting is my life. Yes. This actually made me think of uh, Robin Williams in Mrs. Doubtfire trying to appeal to the judge to be able to get his kids yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Is that like the real down and out moment when he realizes he's not going to get them? Yeah. Where, um, particularly in the movie, where he's being called out for being an actor and a, a very this was a performance, nothing more. A particularly from a particularly gifted actor, you just see his heartbreak. You get a little bit of that with Homer, that desperation of like, I fucking need this. Yes, yeah. We are talking at work about Mrs. Doubtfire last week, actually. How great would bloopers from that movie be? Yeah. Well, bloopers from any Robin Williams movie. Yeah. But yeah. Him in drag, though. Can you imagine what he would have been getting Would have been to? pretty great, actually. Yeah. Him and Pierce Brosnan. How? He would have yeah. It would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Pierce was talking on... It might have been on Conan um, okay. about that. That Like, in the scene where he's choking on the... Um, in on the, the restaurant. Dinner. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh, what's, it, what's he called? The hot jambalaya! <laughs> um, <laughs> that... They had to do a couple takes because there was one where all the kids are at the table and, you know, it's mostly for the f- friendly stuff that makes it into the movie. And then they sent the kids away. And he said, and then for the next five minutes, Robin just unloaded with some of the most R-rated stuff really? you've ever heard. <laughs> and, like, that's where some of the, you know, I, I imagine some of the stuff that made it into the movie that, oh, have you seen that thing? It's like a power tool. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so wonder she hasn't chipped her teeth. <laughs> like, all of that stuff. But it was just him and Pierce one-on-one. Yeah. And, like, he basically said Pierce is like, I don't, you know, I can't compete. So Pierce would just say whatever his line in the script was and then then let Robin let go, go and then As come back would. and I'll do my line from the script again and then Robin will just go. Would anyone have the balls to try and out funny Robin Williams? Maybe not out funny, but I reckon Jim Carrey or someone like that Ooh, could at least yeah. go with him. Billy Crystal could go with him. Billy would feed he him. He didn't have the energy though. He had the wit, not the energy. Yeah, but Billy had enough wit to at least feed him lines. Oh, yeah, but I mean, yeah. if you're trying to, I guess... If you're like, you don't try to one-up, yeah. but they'd be the ones that could actually improv alongside him. Is Father's Day any good? I actually have never watched it okay. all, so I don't know. Okay. I would have loved to have seen Carrie and Williams together. That would have been something else. Yeah, it would have been phenomenal if they'd ever... I don't know how it didn't happen. I know. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Mm. One's passed away and one's just a fucking fruit loop now. Mm. 
Have you seen that Jim Carrey? I think film? we can get sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next? The judge says that I will allow you to have your kids back if you do the family skills, family skills court. Course. Course, yes. <laughs> Oops. Family court. People's court. <laughs> like, now one of the keys is listening. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, Mr. Shut up, uh, judge. Yeah. <laughs> Flanders is then playing peekaboo with Maggie, which is very sweet. It is very sweet. Yeah. And, uh, and like this is, again, one of the moments where you see that Flanders is actually a good father. Yes, really is. And the kids, they point, like you said, they point out Homer's flaws, but they love him for it. Mm. You know, he, I know he might be like this, but he still might. It's actually similar to, it's, it's like in Lisa's wedding. When, yeah. when Hugh says all the things, yeah, but I still love him. He's still mm. my dad. Flanders is then having their desserts. Ice milk. Ooh, wintergreen. Non-fat ice milk. Yeah. <laughs> Unflavored for me. Unflavored non-fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The family skills program, and we get a great throwback. How good was this? I didn't oh, know this existed. I forgot about the, it. Yeah. yeah. The, um, well, they're trying I, to take away my Seymour. We had another fight about the inflatable bath pillow. I just kept screeching and screeching at him. I remember this line, but it never really clicked in my head yeah. that this is a throwback. Yeah. Nothing beats the actual initial moment, though. We both dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instruction. Put your garbage in the garbage can, people. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> this is so humiliating. Garbage in garbage can. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and we get the guy who's wearing the onion sack with, with lice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going anywhere. <laughs> then the Flanders are tucking the kids in. And it's the sun's still up moment that we spoke about before. Yeah, yeah. We then hear them sing to Maggie. Uh, and I've got here, they say, I don't know if the allegations are true. They're not trying to convert the kids and say that Marge and Homer are bad parents. No, they're not trying to judge. No, they're saying, you're just here for the time being. While you're here, we will look after you. You're yeah. in safe hands. And... This is where the kids start to notice, shit, Maggie's like forgetting mum and dad. She's, yeah. she's becoming a Flanders. Yeah. You know? I was talking before about Lisa admitting that, that she knows that the family's fucked, but she's still one of them. Yeah. When they're talking about some of the things that they would miss. Yeah. And it's, you know, Marge microwaving their underwear. It's a sweet thing on a cold day. But it's such a mum thing. Homer calling up with fake traffic tips to the yeah. radio. Like these are all things that they're looking back at so fondly of just that that's their life. And yeah. I think it's... I mean, you've got nature versus nurture, but there's always going to be things that will always be about you that are inherently linked to the home that you grew up in, that nothing could change. But if you grew up in a different home, it'd be a completely different set of circumstances. Yep. But you look back on that stuff very fondly. Things your parents did that no other parents did. Yeah. For me, it was my, my dad, don't ask me why, but he talks to the pets and has a conversation with them. So he'll talk to the pet, ask the question, and yep. respond to himself with the pet's voice. Yeah. yeah. I... Every now and then, have to fight the urge to give Ash a dead arm, like a quick punch to the arm, like not as in not because you're trying to hurt someone, but you know you just like you go quick little stinging punch right underneath the shoulder. I would get knocked out if I did that to Nicola. Well, I, but the reason being in my head, Dad and I used to do that to each other all the time, and it's that kind of ah, okay. Your arm literally goes numb, so he's a, it's he's a male. You realize? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> But, I'm, but, like, in my head, like, you know, you still sometimes play fight or play wrestle around with your wife or whatever it might be. And in that moment, it's like this instinctual thing in the back of my head that I'm still linked into, remembering when, like, someone, dad would punch me, I'd punch dad, and everyone would laugh. And, like, I did it to her once. So you punched Nick, I punched her, she's knocked out. <laughs> not in the head. <laughs> not anywhere. This isn't a Johnny Dead Depp Amber Heard situation. Yeah. This is just, yeah. Like, but, like, it's just that thing of, like, I know that that's a really... Some people would look that look at that and go, "Oh my god, that's such a horrific thought." But it's just for me that's connected to being a kid and having fun. Before this year, would you punch and then go, "You wouldn't hit a man with glasses"? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> 
this is where we get the, as you said, the really touching moment where they're remembering things. And then I just love the way she touches the wall. Yeah. Was, they're only like 10 feet away. I wish we could see them. Yeah. We, and then it gets to the parents do, Marjana, doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Saxophone. Oh, iconic. Yeah. I forgot it was in this episode. So did I. I this is <laughs> one of those things that I could never remember where it comes from, but it's so good. So many people now refer to saxophones as saxophones because yeah. of this one moment. Yes. Yeah. It's so great. But, and you said it before, Marge saying, I love that when Bart would say things and then say, mm. dude. It's, it's such a simple thing, you know. Yeah. So then they hear the doorbell ring, recognize it as being Bart's. Yeah, which is great. Race to the front door. It's so nice that they, they knew it's Bart's yeah. ring. Yeah. Uh, and then think that it's sort of missed out that nothing's actually happened and then obviously look down underneath the uh, floor mat like the doormat and doormat, get the yeah, moment yeah. you were talking about before with the new news sorry Todd Smells yeah, yeah extra, with the newspaper Todd Smells and then extra extra Simpsons kids miss mum and dad the music cue is perfect yeah there. it's just such a gut wrencher come back from commercial and Homer and Cletus are doing the class did you notice that Cletus's voice was different here yeah I'd read about this that um Azaria. Yeah, thank you. Hank had forgotten how to do Cletus's voice yeah, in the off-season. Yeah, because he says, in the door frame again, or yeah. something like that. It's very... How would you describe that? I don't know, just odd. It's, it's beyond it's, hillbilly. It's just off-pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, I cut myself on the screen door again. Why, you cotton-picking! Oh, I got to pass this class for my kids. Son... Let's stop the fussing and the feuding. I love you, Paul. I love you, Cletus. <laughs> Flanders are then playing bombardment and Barton, or religious bombardment, and Barton Lisa is absolutely re- useless. I love the Jesus. Ned, <laughs> Ned's rage. He's angry, but he still contains it. Jesus. Jesus. Like he's just he's yeah. about to lose it, yeah. but he still keeps like, it inside. How do you not know this. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sweet to see Lisa not know things yes. as well. Yeah, we very, give up, <laughs> and she's very uh, sh- not ashamed, but she's got like it's that thing of like, oh, we weren't never baptized. Like it's a little bit. She kind of knows it's wrong as well. Oh, it's not wrong. Not wrong. She kind of she kind of knows that these guys aren't going to take Just, it well. She's awkward about saying it. Yeah, because yeah. these guys are so heavily. Well, it's a wonder they never got the kids baptized though. Uh, well, yeah, given that they Marge go to church every Sunday, yeah, because yeah, Marge is so you know mm. all about church. Not as much as the Flanders, but she still wants the family to go every Sunday. Marge and Homer then graduate from. Oh, we get uh, Flanders passing out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like more just runs, gets like, like glue or something. Yeah, like super glue instead of smelling salts. Yeah, <laughs> that that's not going to do it. <laughs> Marge and Homer graduate, but she failed the drug test. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen minutes later. Sorry about the mistake. I love the LSD line. Love for my son and yeah. daughter. Little LSD is all I need. Flanders then calls a reverend. You spoke about yep. this before, playing with these trains. On the emergency list under the police fire brigade <laughs> and ambulance. Did you ever have a train set? Uh, no. I never had a motorized I, I played with Thomas Tank Engine train sets in kindergarten. Yeah. I, I very distinctly remember that, but I never actually had one at home. I used to have the Hot Wheels where you would make your own track. Yeah, I had one of those, loop it. the loops and oh, that sort of stuff. How great was that? But you'd send the car like, over to the other side of the room. Just yep. one loop. So fun. But Reverend is virtually no help to Flanders at all, is he? No, it just fobs him off. Yes, wouldn't that not it? He goes <laughs> the, to the train explodes. Again. Damn Flanders! Yes, <laughs> what's the um? Is that what's the sound he plays? Is that anything? The dun, 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 um, the emergency baptism kit. I feel like it's something. I can't place what it's from. Idiot for not knowing it. Yeah. Oh well. 
Right in. One of us, will t- one of the listeners, will tell us what it is. Yes, eight of the listeners will tell us yes. what it is. <laughs> Marge and Homer uh, then go home. That we're good parents now. Get your asses out here! Yeah. And they find the guy and baptizing. Guy baptizing. Completely outraged by this. In the eyes of God, they'll be flounders. <laughs> I do love Homer's bit of detective work here when he's trying to figure out where they would have gone. I know it's not like here, here. It's, it's in the next. Later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, like. Think like if I have to find Flanders, I got to think like Flanders. I'm big for I Lamo, and I wear the same stupid sweater. Ever. The Springfield River. Yes. <laughs> Flanders finally thinks that the Simpsons are bad parents now. The kids are not happy about being baptized, though. They don't want to be. And Bart sort of hanging shit on Lisa. Says, You're going to be Bart Flanders. He screams. Then we get a little Exorcist kind of parody homage. Oh, with Maggie, Maggie turning her head around. She, yeah. spe- she speaks she for speaks. the second time. Yeah. Steadily doodly. That's the other thing. This whole episode, not whole episode, but at the end, Maggie doesn't like Homer. But really, they throughout the series, they've sort of said that really, isn't Homer Mar- uh, Maggie's sort of favourite? She says daddy and things like that. Maybe not favourite, but yeah, she loves her dad. She does love her dad, but she's still like connected to Marge. More so, because Marge, Marge is home Marge all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's a fitting thing that it's Marge's image that wins her back yeah, over. Yeah, true. It's also a kind of a comment on the fact that it's a lot easier to change a younger kid's perception. Yep. Homer then figures it out, like you said, Springfield River, and Flanders begins the ceremony. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. Today we write a new page in the Flanders Family Bible. Who wants to be the first to enter God's good graces? Homer is so... I love how desperate he is to save... Not save his children, but stop this from happening. So he mm. gets out of the car, I love your kids, or I love your children. Yeah, Bob yeah. Just screams, runs down. We get a... Every great Simpsons episode, we got to have Homer getting hurt at some point. Yeah. We yeah. get this here, falls down the hill. You reject Satan and all his empty promises. The sizzling burn of yes. the water yes. on his skin. It's <laughs> like he's dying. It's like he's melting, yep. but it's just hilarious. Then Bart and Lisa run up to Homer. And they're so thankful. Bart says, oh my God, you took a baptism for me. And this is the kind of Homer that you like, isn't it? Where he becomes, oh, Bartholomew. Yeah, we, yeah. He, I wouldn't say he becomes smart here, but he becomes he's awoken. Yeah. Oh, uh, back to Rob Morrison, actually, on Twitter, also mentioned that moment. Oh, Bartholomew, I feel like St. Augustine of Hippo after his conversion by Ambrose of Milan. What's oh, that, what did you say? I said, shut up, Flanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then Maggie arrives and they say, look, Maggie, come to us, come to us. And it's, it's great animation showing how just disheveled and cold it looks where the, where the Simpsons are. Then yep. There's rainbows and bunnies and everything yep. where the Flanders are. And Maggie was about to go to the Flanders. She, was, she wanted that. She didn't want Homer and Bart and Lisa. Mm. Then Marge arrives. Oh, Maggie, you're a Simpson again. <laughs> Yeah, give me all the dirt. Let's see. Dirt. Dirt. Well, there wasn't really much dirt. There was a bunch of old paint cans in their garage, though. <laughs> old painty can net. <laughs> oh, keep his old cans of paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> painty can net. That was weird. 
but it's, it still made me laugh. Yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, Painty Can, it makes no sense, but I still laughed at it. I don't Pain know why. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just that thing of Homer's so desperate to make fun of him. It doesn't matter yeah, what tidbit guess, of information yeah. it is. But it's just, like I said earlier in the episode, the mo- the shot of them walking away with Homer with his arm around Marjorie and but Lisa, I felt, she looks a bit left out. She's walking to the side with no... Marge could have had mm. an arm around her. Yeah, could have. But it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's just they're a family unit again. You know, after all this, they've gone through the tough times and now they're back together. And it's just, it's a very, very nice story. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? What did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh... Train sets, expensive and annoying to replace. We actually didn't mention that Homer drives through and drives smashes. Drives through it, yeah. yeah. Why Lord. do you hate my trains? Yeah. <laughs> what did I learn? I forgot to write this down. Uh, I should leave my letters on the cool, cool side. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew that. Jamail! <laughs> Jamail is here! Ooh. Time for the mailbag, Mitch. What have we got? Actually, before we get into it, we need to mention mm. next week, anyone who was a $5 plus patron who hasn't had their name shouted out on an episode yet, your name will be read out on next week's episode. Yes probably tucked away towards the back because there'll be a lot of names because yes. I forgot to do it for a few months. Yeah, $5 plus patrons will get a shout out in the show next week if your name hasn't been read out already. Uh, at Bex G Artist had also wrote in, written in earlier in the episode, she used to have to go on forced play dates with uh, homeschooled Christians. Um, twins, mind you, from her church. They were pale and blonde and they, no cheating, used to have to play Bible games, including a Bible verse video game on Sega. Or Sega. Depending. I want to play this. Do you really? See how bad it is. Okay. You can oh probably download the ROM. God. You know the old game show Amazing, hosted by James Sherry, one of the greatest game shows of all time? Of course I do. So I was watching Amazing videos on YouTube a couple of Sundays ago. One of the videos had the commercials still in between. The entire commercial break was some Christian youth group or whatever had paid for the entire commercial break as a three-minute song, three white guys dressed in gangster clothes doing a rap about Christianity. It was <laughs> fucking epic, man. Like You have to watch it. It's was hilarious. It, was it Young Jonas Brothers? It might as well have been. <laughs> it was just, it was so bad, but it was just great. <laughs> Had like a CD coming out and you know, joined the group and everything. Oh, it was just so good. Uh, okay, the mailbag. Sandy Lester has written in. Sandy. Hello, Mitch and Dando. Just listened to our episode where we were talking about Hyung Chung in the Australian Open and oh, reminded yeah. of a couple of American football players on, a, uh, on his alma mater's team a while back. Ed Wang and Kyle Chung played for Virginia Tech. Wang Chung. Go Hokies. Wang Chung, side by side. <laughs> They've attached a photo as well. Um, Sandy's also got a My Two Cents story. Last mm. week, we were visiting the in-laws, and I overheard my grandmother-in-law fussing at my husband about throwing away a perfectly servable piece, serviceable piece of plastic wrap, or glad wrap, Haven't if you, you will. Have you mentioned this? Cling film. No. No, this email only just came in. Okay. She gingerly picked the plastic out of the trash can and rinsed it off to reuse on a dish of leftovers. The next morning, Grandma let me know that she'd only brewed two cups of coffee. So, oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I I just realized that I'd started that sentence. I thought that sentence was going to finish and move on to a thing, so I've ruined my rhythm. But, um, you know, the pod, like, like, uh, what's the George Clooney coffee? Nescafe. No, Nespresso. Nespresso, yeah. Not that brand, but a type of brand of that. And a little sachet thing. The next morning, Grandma let me know that she had only brewed two cups of coffee out of a single pod so that it, quote, should be good if I wanted to make myself a cup. I politely declined, not wanting to cause a fuss. (laughs) Throughout the weekend, I noticed my mother-in-law switching out the pods whenever Grandma wasn't looking before brewing herself a cup of tea (laughs) and then trying to hide the used pods in the trash uh, to cover our wasteful ways. (laughs) Um, thank you, Sandy. Thank you very much. Can I say Sandy. I love that the My Two Senses gained some momentum again? 
Yeah. We're getting a lot of them sent in. It's great. Yeah, they disappeared for a while, yeah. but I'm always up for them. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. If you know anyone who's a bit of a cheapskate, name and, don't have the name, just shame them on the show. Mm-hmm. Send a story in. Adam Lemoyne writes in, uh, referring back to when we were talking about funny names at the end of Lemon of Troy. Uh, he lives on an island called Cape Breton Island in Canada, okay. uh, or it might be Cape Breton. It's an, it's in the middle of nowhere, but there's a community there. Co- sorry, in the middle of nowhere, there's a community called Balls Creek. He was in the <laughs> Canadian. He was in the Canadian military, and met a guy named Richard Wood from <laughs> Balls Creek. Being in the military, that means that at one point he was known. He would have been a private. Therefore, he was Private Dick Wood of Balls Creek. That's great. Adam is a, uh, appears to be a station manager of a uh, radio station, mm. by the way. So he may or may not want. I might just drop into professional radio voice, Adam. <laughs> if you're listening, I am willing to relocate my family. That's your professional radio voice for the right price. Well, I mean, I could. Do, that's AM radio. AM like, radio. Easy listening. That's that's my easy, easy listening with Cameron. That's Adam. my easy listening voice. This is Kate Sobrano. Smooth. <laughs> then you've got it's Mitch and Dando here with the Mitch and Dando show at Mitch and Dando in the morning at 6am in the morning at Cape Breton coming to you live from Dickwood River. I don't think we have anyone like that in Australia, but I wish we did. No, we don't, but they're all over the States. Yeah, I wish we did. Uh, the Australian <laughs> equivalent is more of um, 6am here on the... Uh, it'd be, um, it's, no, it's the afternoon guy on, on uh, Gold FM. I don't really listen to He's much got Gold. A real... I was going to say, ours Weird is more voice. like it's always the cage or the zoo or the something along those lines, but it's like... A hot breakfast. Yeah, like yeah, but I didn't want it... But like, 6am here on the cage in Adelaide, it's Mitch and Dando. Dando! You there, Mitch? <laughs> Let's go to ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Andrew Grieve writes in with the Simpsons in real life story. This mm-hmm. is uh, writing in from Edinburgh. Edinburgh, cool. Recently was back home in Glasgow visiting folk and went... <laughs> now, I assume Visiting folk, a genre. I, I assume <laughs> visiting... <laughs> visit, who, indie rock. I was who, visiting indie rock. Oh, I, I was visiting the Pogues. Thrash metal. Um, that's, one of the, well, that's one of the better jokes you've ever said on this podcast. Um, <laughs> he went to his grands with his sister. Uh, his cousin was there with a the little toddler, Zoe. Zoe was super excited to see us and was showing all of her toys, playing the game, sorry, playing with a game where you put animal shapes onto a board to, uh, that match up with the alphabet. So I guess it's like Z, zebra type deal. We got to talking about how she was really good at it and her mum mentioned how she knows so many shapes, recalling a story where she corrected her dad, uh, her granddad that a certain shape was a dodecahedron. At first I was a bit flabbergasted, but then I had to giggle as I remembered Lisa, Lisa attempting to teach Maggie about yeah. shapes on the show. He kept it quiet at his grand's, but was meeting a mate later for dinner. And as soon as he finished the story, he instantly says, Dodecahedron. <laughs> and that's why we're pals. <laughs> well, if you're pals, I should have mentioned that his name was Scott. And Scott, if you happen to listen to the show, g'day. It's about as Aussie as a shout I can get. G'day. Yeah. Thumbs up. G'day. Yeah, thumbs up to, to no <laughs> camera and g'day. Um, We've got another one, another Simpsons real life moment from Zach and Stev. This is uh, Zach Wood, 18 years old from England. Always, when you send in a letter to, like a My Two Cents or whatever, let us know where you're from. Yeah, well, that does help us. Um, He's about a year and a half behind, so Zach's not going to listen to this for a while. He works in a children's entertainment job um, in Leicester in England. He was informed that a kid had been going around hitting other children. Mm. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't, she says, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that we can't have that. No, 
you certainly cannot. Not unless he's dressed as a policeman and there's some sort of hilarious Benny Hill-style hijinks yes. that ensue. <laughs> I had the sort of problem... Uh, sorry, he had to sort the problem out. So, he had to find the child, but the only information that he had was that the child was wearing maroon trousers. So, about 10 minutes later, he stood at reception... <laughs> With a few members of staff when a child ran past us. One co-worker of mine said, Zach, is that the kid? To which I, sub- uh, to which I replied, meh, really more of a burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Dustin McKenna writes in, this isn't really much for um, email. He just saw this and had to share it with us. It's that Elon Musk is a goatee and a sweater away from becoming Hank Scorpio. He is. A few people actually sent that in, yeah. That's a pretty good side-by-side yeah. comparison. Um, all right. hair red. We're going to have to wrap this up because okay. you have an important yeah. Skype session Surprise. I don't know with the going to be. father-in-law. Um, but I might try to find just one more quick email yeah, before it. we get out of here, before we skedaddle, which is a word that I don't get to say nearly enough. Have we actually had a question or have I just been reading things? No questions, no. Okay. Nicholas Conroy writes in, writes in with not exactly a Simpsons question. Just wondering if either of you have any movies where the sequel is actually better than the original. The obvious is Terminator. Terminator 2 versus yeah. Terminator. It's hard for me to pick which of those is better. It's the same deal with Alien and Aliens for me because they both go down very different paths. Aliens was better for me because they didn't have to establish who the characters were. It was just straight into the action. Yeah, true. But I, but like as in, I, I enjoyed the streamlined nature of Terminator. So I couldn't definitively say that Terminator 2 was a better movie. I If, if I get to choose between the both of them, I'm always going to choose Terminator 2. You're always going to choose Terminator yeah. 2 to watch? Yep. I just find point. it more entertaining. Um... Personally, uh, so Nick Conroy says that 22 Jump Street and the second of the Inbetweeners movies, very rare that comedy sequels. Okay. Uh, oh, he's one of the person that can't stand the sound of me chewing and had to skip when I had the milk. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I told you there was a few of them. Empire Strikes Back is better than New Hope, I think. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think, And I also think that um, The Force, the Last Jedi is better than The Force if, Awakens. I, I think if it's a trilogy or if it's sort of like a continuation a dark, of the Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Yeah. Because Batman Begins had to set up him becoming Batman. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so, it's sort of... It, you shouldn't really compare the second with the first. You should be comparing the second with the third if there is a third. Because the first one's never... It depends, I, I guess. I don't know about never. The first one yeah, still can yeah, be. Yeah, because yeah, the yes, first Rocky yeah, is the yeah, best Rocky. Definitely, yeah. It depends, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just, it just so happens that a lot of the time in in like trilogies... An- Anchorman that 1 that is not that great in my opinion. But Anchorman 2 is fucking horrendous. No, I, I like both of them, personally. Oh, I walked out of it. It's a very particular too. type of comedy. Yeah. You either find it funny or you don't. I mean, Godfather Part 2 and Godfather yeah. is another... Uh, but like, I, they're, they're I, real obvious ones. I enjoy Home Alone 2 more than one. Home Tim, Alone 2 is funnier than number one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's more funny. Tim, Tim Curry, mate. Yeah. Anyway, there's some. Yeah. Anyone else that has any sequels that they enjoy more than the original, please write in or tweet us tweet with us your ideas. At Four Finger Pot. Follow us on Facebook, which I'm assuming you all are doing. I would hope so. If Now... We've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of listeners each week, Mitch. But we only have 2,000 followers on Twitter. So if you're listening out there and you're on the Twitter, could you please just, your job for the week, go to type Four Finger Discount or type at Four Finger Pod. Just give us a follow. We'll really appreciate it. It's your way of giving back to us, isn't it, Mitch? Dando more so than me, but yes. <laughs> also, let's plug Patreon before we go. Look, Patreon is the number one way that you can support this show. Definitely. Basically, that, that that's there's no two ways around it. It is this. It is the lifeblood that keeps this going. Dando's having a kid soon, guys. Kids aren't cheap. I've Not done my all. research. They cost. Been selling my shit already. In it. 
in preparation. I've noticed. And I mean, I preferred having a couch to sit on <laughs> and electricity in the uh, in the house. But look, whatever. You've got to make sacrifices. Definitely. That's fine. But for $1 plus per month, you want to be a $1 plus patron, you get access into the monthly draws. Now, last month we gave away the Nine Inch Duffel Flanders, courtesy of our friends at Pop Culture. Yep. This to month, um, Patrick Kennedy from yes. memory. Uh, and this month we have the shoes that you've organised. Yeah. The old school's I will shoes. get a photo of those up yes, shortly. Yes, should do that ASAP. And also, if you're a $2 plus patron, it gets you access into the Four Finger Discount exclusive Patreon Facebook group, which is just so fun, isn't it? And it really is. Yes. Yeah. As, as we've said, it's just a great community of like-minded people. Yep. Regularly, people are posting in. I reckon every couple of hours, there's a new post from mm. one of the listeners. It's just fantastic. Good way of engaging with other listeners, other like-minded Simpsons fans. $5 plus per month, it's where you start getting the real good stuff. So $2 plus, you'll get access to a few exclusive podcasts. Mm-hmm. This month, we're going to be doing a review of the Simpsons Futurama Simpsons crossover. Simpsons Futurama crossover. So for $2 plus, you'll get access to that. But you only get access to it for 30 days. After that, you'll lose access to it. So $2 plus for this month. $5 plus, you get access to the show a week early. Yes. So, you are listening to this now. $5 plus patrons listened to it last week. Yes. If you listen to this and you're a patron, then you're listening to it... How? Now? Now? <laughs> right now. It's live. You, you, you understand the benefits of listening to it right now. $8 plus patrons get access to our full archive of exclusive podcasts that we've done over the last 18 months or so and mm-hmm. everything else that comes with it. So, and we've got behind-the-scenes videos as well on there, some Let's I'm, Plays that we did. I'm more inclined to accept friendship requests and answer messages from the $8 plus patrons. <laughs> but it's just... It really supports the show and helps keep the show going because it pays for the website and pays mm-hmm. for new mics and all that kind of stuff. That goes Baby formula, it. which Dando has to smuggle in from China. Definitely. They're going to smuggle it to China, don't we? Isn't it good here and it's bad in no, China? No, I assume it's all gone to China now. You've oh, got yes. to get it back from there. <laughs> That's exactly right. Right, Mitch, next week we're going to be reviewing Bart Salzy's Soul. Which is good. Fantastic Looking forward episode. to that. Elf Pogs. But for now... Thanks for listening. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? The final words you are looking for can no longer be reached on this podcast. You negligent monsters. Shh.